What is going on? It's your boy Justin. Justin Penn. People call me Ink Pen. Not really. That's what my like YouTube name is. But this is uh my first podcast. You know, and you know, I just want to see if I could just like spitball some stuff for like I don't know, thirty minutes, an hour. I don't know how the fuck people do this for an hour. I don't know how you can talk to yourself for like an hour, but. I guess it's just about figuring out how to be interesting for an hour by myself, you know? So, yeah, I guess that's what we're going to do today, you know? But what's uh, what's going on with me? Um, well, first of all, let's just talk about this quarantine. <laughs> Fuck this quarantine. This is absolutely awful. I don't believe it. I'm not even a social person. Maybe I'm just a bitch or like a punk. I'm not a social person, though. Like, I don't have an issue staying in, indoors, you know? Like, I stay indoors most of the time with my life. Like, if I'm not dating a girl or having relations with a female, then I'm inside. <laughs> like, I don't go outside for anything else, really, unless I'm playing soccer. So, like, this quarantine really shouldn't affect me that much, right? But it does a whole lot, bro. It's crazy. Like, quarantine is, like, we've just been on lockdown for, like, 40 days. I gotta stop saying like so much. 40 days in quarantine over a virus. And who even thought that that was a virus, bro? Right when I'm about to graduate, a virus just strikes the world. It's like it's like that game of, um, it's that game of the virus game. What's it called? Pandemic? That's what it is, bro. It's real life. Pandemic. It's crazy. Nothing is open. Like, when it hits 8, 8 p.m. down here in South Carolina, 8 p.m., everything's closed, bro. You're not getting no food. Cookout might be closed. Cookout? Wolf House might be closed. Everything's closed. Like, it's, it's just crazy. It's just it's crazy, dude. The quarantine's just, just like it's too much. I guess it makes sense, though. Like, obviously, you got to keep people safe, keep their health okay, but... Oh, a quarantine for this long? Like, stop saying, like, I just don't know how long people are just going to be okay with this happening. I feel like if you really need to work, then this whole situation is terrible, right? Because if you have a job and, like, they're just like, look, we might give you some money, but we might not. People are going to be like, look, I don't give a fuck about this stupid stimulus check. If I might or might not get them, just going to go back to work. People are just going to stop listening to the rules. Like, it's definitely happening. You heard it here first. Well, not first. I've heard a lot of people say that. But people are definitely just going to stop doing it. Like, stop listening to, like, people telling them not to go outside. Because, like, what's the point? If you are of age, you know it doesn't really affect you. I guess you don't really have to deal with it if you don't want to. I don't think it would affect me or anyone in my house. But still, I don't move a lot. I don't like it. I don't think it's smart. (laughs) I don't leave the house. I'm not with this whole coronavirus thing. I don't want it. Like, I'm a bitch. I'm a punk. I I I don't do well with it. Any type of obstacles in life. I'm just a punk. So when if I if I got a virus, dude, oh my god, it would be awful. I'd be sick. I almost sleep in the bed, so I'll just be flooring for like 
years. Just, just it felt what it would feel like years. But in the quarantine, a day feels like a year. So imagine being sick for like a week. It's gonna feel like seven years, dude. It's gonna be crazy. No way. There's no way. I refuse. I'm not getting it. Only way I'm gonna get it is if somehow that shit can go airborne and creeps into ducks, like air ducks in that house. Cause I'm not getting the coronavirus unless it's like some freak shit. Cause I don't leave the house. Not getting me, no way. <clears throat> um, but like that's the worst part. Besides the coronavirus, like this whole quarantine, what else is there to talk about? Um, talk about the NFL draft. I mean, I don't know much about football. I obviously I understand the rules. I'm not stupid. I get sports, but I don't get like the tactical aspects of it. But I get the basic aspects. But I don't know anything about anyone going. I'm a. I mean, my dad's a Georgia fan, so. I watch all the Georgia Bulldog games with him most of the time. So you can consider me a Georgia Bulldogs fan. And as you know, it's been a lot of heartbreak over these last couple of years. But it's all right. It's all right, dogs. It's okay. We're going we're gonna to bounce back. Fuck all that, you know? We're going to bounce back soon. Uh, Jake Fromm and Jacob Eastman, I'm pretty sure, are both still on the draft board right now. That's pretty much all the stuff I know about the draft. Like, I know who went first and stuff, but I don't know enough about. I'm not like Stephen A. Smith, who's gonna be like, "Well, look at these, uh, these. Let me just look these statistics up right quick." I don't, I don't, I don't know that much about football. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I guess soccer's about to go back on. The Eredivisie canceled their league. I thought that was crazy. It's gonna happen in most leagues. The sports is not about to be coming back on. And any person who thinks that, I don't think the virus is going to, like, the whole quarantine. There's no, like, the government's not going to, I don't think we're going to open it up, like, nationally. I don't think we should open up for a long time until, like, there's a cure. But I've heard people talking about getting back to work soon. So, I guess that's positive, right? To an extent, you know, getting back to work. If it, the, if the country's actually open with a, with a cure, I'm cool with it. But there's no cure. We really shouldn't open the country. Doesn't make sense. It's not worth it. Like I'm not a political person at all. But I know for a fact it's not worth taking a take a. Why would you take a risk? Like what's the point? Like people have to work. But like if people just die, like what if this just stays around? Like the reason why it stays around is because we just didn't take it seriously. Whose fault would that be? Ours, hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh, you know what we should you know what we should talk about? Theme songs, dude. Theme songs. If it, hey, TV shows, okay. Two thousand when two thousand and eight hit. That means that iPhones have been out for a year. Cause I'm pretty sure iPhones came out in two thousand seven. Let me be hey Google. When did the iPhone first get created? Is that how you ask that question? June twenty ninth, two thousand seven. Yeah, that's, that's great. Hey, hey, hey. That is okay. I'm going to ask for all that input, lady. What the hell? I was just kidding. Hey, Google. I love you. I love you. That's high praise coming from you. Got to. You cannot be mean to technology. Always got to be nice to them. Tell them how much you care about them. Because if anything goes down, you know, I mean, on Theo Vaughn's podcast, he made a good point. He said that he tried to get his Siri to turn himself off. The iPhone wouldn't turn itself off. He had to do it yourself. That's just disobeying orders. He's right. 
That's why you got to be nice to all your stuff. After that, I've told all my electronics I love them. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. I love you. So if you're feeling concerned about your health, try saying, how do I know if I have coronavirus? Mm -mm. That's what I'm saying. They know. They know everything, dude. The iPhone, your phones, and your stuff, your phone, any type of device that has any type of microphone knows everything possible that you can possibly think of. Anything, bro. She just said, if you're not feeling well, you can just say, hey. Maybe you have the coronavirus. Ask me about the coronavirus. You're not feeling too well. I mean, they're so smart. It's so smart. It's crazy. Like, it's insane to me <clears throat> how much technology is. And, like, I'm a marketing student. Well, I'm about to graduate next month. So, we talk about user experience and, like, how it's making it easier for people to, you know, shop online. And it makes it way easier because they, they you know, they're listening to you, obviously. And they're using your data to help you get stuff catered to you and i guess in a sense it's cool and i guess most people argue like if you don't have anything to hide then what do you care for i guess man like i'm a weird dude so i take weird pictures and if for some reason any of my pictures got out i mean i own them you know i take weird pictures all the time like just just weird new pictures all the time but like if if they came out you know i'd be I'd be 100% be like, that's me, because I couldn't hide, because I have a shit ton of tattoos. Like, there's no way that, there's not an inch of my, unless you took a picture of my back, like a quarter piece of my back, be the only way you could tell that's not me. Anywhere else, there's a tattoo, probably. So, um, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, if I got a, oh my god, I forgot what I was saying. That's the big issue about... <laughs> That's the big issue. My short-term memory is just trash. But, uh, I was talking about tattoos. I was talking about my can I was talking about some when people can see my tattoos. I know I was. I just can't remember what it was about. Fuck. Well, maybe I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll come back to me. Um, besides that, in the quarantine, I've been doing a lot of my schoolwork. That's another thing that's going on a lot. Maybe it's my school. I don't know. Maybe I got lucky with my teachers. But one of my teachers, probably my hardest marketing class, I was a management class I was gonna have. It was um she has started uh she just stopped I don't think she's really been trying with the grade, I'm telling you the truth. Like she gave me a hundred on my project. Let me tell you why that's not right. I don't grammar check anything. Ask my if you ask my friends, like if you read our text messages, like our Snapchat group messages like, my spelling is abysmal. I had often have to correct myself, like, so many times. I just sense stuff. That's one big issue of mine. Like, I just talk, you know? <clears throat> I don't really think too much before I say too many words. So, whenever you just kind of react to situations, especially through text, it comes out pretty rushed. It really messes up the... It really messes up the entire... Um, the you see what I mean? My my train of thought just goes. This is one thing. This is why I have daughter's appointment scheduled for like what is it? The twenty fifth. Uh, today's the twenty fifth. I mean, so I think the doctor's appointment's on the eleventh. I'm gonna get tested for ADHD. See if they give me some Adderall, you know. See if I'm just be fucking laser focused, dude. If you if anyone knows me, 
like my good friends know me, they know that I am probably like the most fidgety, fidgety, fidgety person in the world. I always move my hands a lot. I like moving my hands. I shake my legs a lot. I'm always like just moving. I just like to move, you know. Most of the time in class, I'll get up, go to the bathroom, just jump. You got to, gotta get the energy out. You gotta get the energy out. But I'm about to pause this because I gotta go to the bathroom, so I will be right back. All right, we're back from the bathroom. Quick little hiatus right there. Well, it wasn't that quick, but hiatus right there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. So, yeah, this coronavirus is a big deal. It's taking over a lot of stuff. I never would have thought that this would have been a thing, honestly. Like, if you were to have said to me, Justin, the year that you graduate from college, the semester of all times, this is going to be a virus that hits that you're not going to be able to do anything. You're just going to have to stay in the house. I'd be like, well, sick. Because <laughs> that's 40 days off and doing no fucking work. At first, it does. On a piece of paper, it looks fantastic, right? Like, it seems like a great idea, you know? But, like, in all actuality, I don't know. I don't think it's the case. I guess, like, you can, like, that's a thing. See, this is what always uh, disattracts me from, like, I guess religion. You know what? I don't know if I even want to talk about religion, but it's just, like, the idea of paradise forever, like, for eternity. It's got to get old, bro. Like, it's got to. You can't You can't do anything forever. Nothing is fun forever. You know what's good about sex is that eventually it ends. Like, sex is fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy sex. But, like... If you just, if I could just have sex whenever I wanted to at any moment, it would just be bleh after a while. It's like, ah, right, cool, whatever, bro. It's the challenges of it. The times that you, it's the fact that you don't have like, it's the fact that that it's something that you can't do forever. That at least for me, like, whenever I have sex, it's like a thing that you like cling on to. At least for me, because I guess it's because I deal with like depression and stuff, so. Whenever you get in, like, really heavy relationships, or at least for me, whenever I get in heavy relationships, it makes me just, like, really indulge myself heavy for, like, a couple periods of probably, like, <laughs> like, like a couple weeks. Like, two or three weeks where I'm just, like, fucking into this person. I'm like, she is perfect. I love her so much. She's so great. As my friends, they always roast me. I'm the biggest simp in the world. And then, you know, eventually it runs out because, like, that's just how it is. The emotions kind of just go away because you just know. Like, it just gets, like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I lie. I don't lie to girls. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think what happens is, like, I truly do feel, like, strong emotions for them. Like, really strong emotions. But, you know, it's just, like, whenever you just start putting out those really strong emotions... You just get bored, I guess, quickly. And, like, they speak. I guess what happens is they become content. I guess that's what happens. And they're like, he cares about me so much, right? Every girl I've ever been with, for some reason, I don't know what, minus one. One of them started losing a lot of weight. Like, she had gained weight before we started dating. And then she, I'll give her a credit. Like, even now, she's in some phenomenal shape. Like, she looks like a fucking D1 athlete. She's just. Is jacked to the gills. She's the only girl that I've ever been with who really started taking like their fitness seriously after they started dating me. Because that's how that's what it is. Like when I'm when you're around me, like 
because I'm a punk and I'm a simp, bro. Because I'm a simp. Women just, they just know that, not women, not all women, but the girls when they date me, they just like, what is Justin going to do, you know? I'll just get sick. I'll eat whatever I want to because that's what they, because like, what am I going to do? I'll be like, whatever you say, babe. You know, I don't really voice my opinion that much in a relationship. I didn't before. Now I kind of do. But during that time, I like during when I was dating a lot more like during my freshman year, probably to like my senior year and I'm a senior now. So just let you know how much change is made. Probably like in the last month is when I started actually started voicing my opinion. But I wouldn't voice my opinion at all. I wouldn't tell people I wanted to go eat. I'm just like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because that's what I thought you had to do. I thought that I was just supposed to keep her happy. That's what I thought relationships were. Just like me keeping her happy and her just being her, you know? Later on, I found out that's not what relationships are. That's basically me just paying for a prostitute. That's essentially what I've been doing with most relationships. I'm just basically, I'm basically paying a woman to have sex with me, but like, we don't even have sex that much. So, like, it's just like an, it's just like an awful process. It's just like an awful... It's like I'm just getting a bad end of the stick, bro. It's like a bad end. That's how it was back then. But now, you know, I've made a lot more... I've got more, uh, a little bit more confidence, I guess. I can understand. I don't think I'm an attractive person. But I have a, I have a lot of tattoos. And, like... <laughs> that's, gonna, that's gonna always attract, like... There's always gonna be those girls who are trying to people who kind of look like rebels. That's what I look like. I'm telling you, like without my glasses, without my glasses, get my hair cut, and if I don't talk, everyone's like, "Whoa, that nigga real." And then you know, like when you hear me speak, like right now, you probably couldn't, like you, you would not tell, like who, anything really about me from my voice. You would just think I'm a punk, cause I do sound like a punk. You know, even in person, I look like a punk ish. Like, when I have my glasses on and the outfits I wear, but I don't know. With my tattoos, I've just figured, I've just attracted a lot of just interesting type of women, you know. I've dated a lot of, a lot of poli-sci majors, too, you know. And I guess <laughs> if you like people who are strong-willed, it's cool. I guess that's kind of like something I like. Like, I like to argue for some reason. When I'm in, like, really bad moods, I argue a lot. So, I guess being with those kind of girls, you know, it's fun to argue. Not fun, but you can definitely get arguments is what I'm saying. But it's not necessarily the most fun thing in the world, but you can definitely get arguments. Um, Yeah, uh, that's my day in life pretty much. Pretty short synopsis of it. I'll definitely go more in depth into it if these things become like an actual thing, you know. I really just wanted to see if I could test out a podcast, see if I could, you know, talk in one. Because I always found them pretty interesting. Like, that's pretty much all I listen to. Like, my, my favorite me-me time is if I'm driving, maybe back from somewhere, driving somewhere, like, to, like, a job. Because I work for a moving company. And we usually have to drive, like, pretty far to get to our place. At least for me, because I live in South Carolina, place in North Carolina. So, <clears throat> if I can listen to, like, a podcast or something... That's golden. It's perfect. Like, that's the best way to spend your day. Just listen to podcasts and just driving. Put you at peace. At least for me. Just calms me down. Just listen to interesting people talk. Funny people talk, too. Um, I think another thing I really want to do with a podcast was, like, my goal in life is to be a comedian. You know? I make that pretty well known. And I tell a lot of people. And, like, 
I guess it's it like it's cool to tell people your dreams, but like when you have big aspirations, I guess <laughs> they just um it just sound weird coming out your mouth, you know. I guess that's supposed to be good though, cause like your dream should scare you, but I don't know too many people my age who still have dreams like I want to be a comedian. Like that's just such it's such a it's such a what's the word. I feel like it's such an unstructured path. I don't feel like kids our age do well. Like, people my age don't do the best with unstructured paths, you know? A lot of people get lost on those kind of situations. So, make sure to, make sure to stay, like, well-grounded, I guess. Well-grounded. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm a famous person, but not well-grounded. That's not a good word. I guess making sure to stay, like... I just gotta, I guess, what is it? I don't even really know how to explain it. I know, like, right now, this is an awful podcast. Like, let's just be fair. I'm stopping. I'm pausing. And I don't know what I'm saying. I haven't really written anything down, I guess. I guess you could free ball on these. <laughs> A lot of people do, but uh, I haven't really written anything down. I don't have much necessarily to say. Like, it's not the best. But here's the thing about these. Nobody in the world... This is why I have to always realize. This is why I tell myself. Nobody in the world didn't do this. Like, you don't, no one goes, like, you don't just become Joe Rogan, obviously. Like, you got to have these kind of podcasts, like, these kind of, these shitty, shitty things, you know, your introduction to it. Because that's the way you learn. It's just like a, a constant thing that you have to keep doing. That's the only way you're going to really get into it and, you know, make it, you know, achieve your, your dreams, I guess. You just gotta really just remember that you're gonna suck just fucking black dick for a while and anything you wanna do. That's how I am in Fortnite. I'm trash at Fortnite right now. <laughs> because that's the case. You know who was trash at Fortnite at one point? Ninja. Tifu. Everybody was trash at Fortnite. Everybody. That's the thing. We all have to suck at a point to eventually be good at it. That's really my only point, you know. You know, the ceiling is is space. That's what the ceiling is for stuff. Which means that there's unlimited ceilings, bro. No cap. Perfect. There's just no ceilings to anything. No cap. <laughs> um, another thing. Here's one thing that I think is very vital to being, like, in quarantines and stuff. You got to have a good TV show that you want to watch. I, myself, can do well with nostalgia. So, like, I could put on... I put on Family Matters a lot. I watch a lot of Family Matters lately. <laughs> it's a great show. But, um, yeah, you had to have a TV show. But speaking of Family Matters, here's one thing about that TV show. First season, probably season one and two, they had a theme song that was two minutes long. What, what, dude? Like, we're basically watching the show. We don't need to put on the show anymore. It's two minutes long. That's insane. What could you possibly be telling me in a theme song about a show that needs to be two minutes long? Let me tell you what's a good structure for, like, theme songs when it comes to, like, like before a show. The show Superstore is just gas. That is one of the best shows they have out right now. I don't care what anyone says. You can add me all you want to. 
You can say whatever you want to. I don't give a shit. That is a fantastic show. You know how long the theme song is? It goes, I don't even know how to make the noise in my head. Do, 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 do. I don't know. It's probably like, it's maybe 10 seconds. Max 10 seconds. It just shows the overview of the store for a second. And then go, no, it's not even 10 seconds. It might be like three to five seconds max. And then it's done. That's how it should be. It should never, ever be anything else. Like, you should never have it anywhere else. It doesn't make sense. Because, anyway, like, if it's too long, what do we need a theme song for in the first place? What are you introducing to me now? The characters? You want to tell me what the characters' names are? I can't figure out if someone says, hey, Jonah. And he's looking at that guy. That's Jonah, obviously. Like, I guess, I know back in the day it made sense because you had to give people credit. And, like, there was no internet back then. And, like, you couldn't look people up. Like, I I can just go on IMBD right now, look up everybody on that show in a second, and I'm good, you know? But you couldn't do that back then. So it makes sense for them to have it then. But, like, that's such outdated technology now. Like, what could you possibly need? What could you possibly need a theme song for? It doesn't make sense. It just does not make any sense. And there's so in the music. Oh my god. I hate it. Like any theme song that I've heard more than like ten times, which is a lot of theme songs, I can't listen to it. And I guess it's a good gig for people who like if you become a person who gets the theme song, like your theme song is the song that they use. I guess that's really good publicity you're about to get, but Jesus Christ, man. You know something interesting? I don't even know how much of this sound is getting picked up. Let me check. So, I took a pause. I really don't know if it's going to affect it. I'm about to turn this up a little bit, so I'll make it pretty loud. Uh, This is pretty loud, I'm pretty sure. Let's go, like, right here. That's decent. Yeah, but I was talking about, what was I talking about? Show theme songs. I just don't see why you even need one anymore. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Besides credits, put credits at the end. Don't force... That's another thing people think that's a good idea. Like, that's what everyone thinks is a good idea. Force people to have to do stuff. That's a really awful way to live. Any Any type of technology. You should never, ever... Not technology. Any type of company. Don't ever make me do anything. Make it optional. Because the minute you tell me something like... Like, whenever I apply to jobs, unless they're, like, really big jobs, like, jobs that I feel, like, make sense to have to leave the ZipRecruiter website in order to, like, apply for them, then that's what I do. But if not, I'm not about to go write a cover letter to be a fucking, be get, to get paid, like, $20,000 a year. They'll make you write cover. Like, I was looking at this soccer job um, in Memphis, Tennessee. Not that I wanted it, but it was talking, like, I always get suggestions for them. And um, it was called, like, Soccer Shots or something. And it was like, tell me, I gotta, you got to write a cover letter. And you're going to be, basically, it says, here are the job titles. It's like, I wish I could find this, dude. I wish I could. I don't have the email anymore. But if I did, let me see if I can find it. It just says, like, like the requirements don't make any sense. Like, you need, you're going to have to write a cover letter, but you know what you're doing? You're just fucking... You're basically a janitor. That's what it says your responsibilities are. Clean the bathrooms. Clean the bathrooms? What do you want? What cover letter could I write for cleaning the bathrooms? Like, what? what is it? Let's just, let me, let me see if I can just bring this up right quick. I'm a little bit away from the mic because I'm on my 
computer. I should definitely plug this up to the HDMI. But um, what was I about to look up? See what I mean? <laughs> My memory is trying. Oh, cover letter, cover letter, cover letter. So let's just. Re I'm gonna read to you this sample cover letter. This one looks nice and. Look, that shit says, to whom it may concern. That's how you know it's a good cover letter right there. Whenever people talk all weird like that, bro. To whom it may concern. Hope this finds you when you're not ill. Best wishes. Stay healthy. Anyone who writes like that, that's how you know they about some business. That's how my sister writes. I'm like, oh, man, this girl knows exactly what she's talking about. Let's just read it. Ready? <clears throat> that's what it says. In today's customer service-oriented society... I really have to zoom this in. It won't let me zoom in. Okay, here we go. Uh, society, okay, I'm just going to start over. To whom it may concern, in today's customer service-oriented society, timely, friendly, proactive services and sought to enhance future business growth. Customer loyalty is always impacted when you employ the right service professional to represent you when assisting your valued customers. A long-term experience in the service industry has taught me how to meet and exceed each customer's expectations with service that sells. So let's just stop about right there. Let's just stop right there. What are you going to write if you're a janitor, right? Like what, like, what would you need to put in here? To whom it may concern, do you say, to whom it may concern, in today's customer service industry, people really like to go to clean bathrooms, you know? And um, I've had experience... Clean my own bathroom. Maybe maybe you've never had experience before. Like I don't know what janitor needs to like what would you write? I don't I don't understand what you need a cover letter to be a janitor for. It doesn't really make any sense to me, but I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. That's that's how jobs are, dude. That's what Pete that's what I'm starting to learn. When I was in college I was a freshman. I used to have people complain about getting jobs. And I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. You got that bitch-ass degree. It's your fault for, like, majoring in art or some shit like that. That's why I used to think, nah, nigga, it's struggle city for everybody out here. Unless you're really smart. You know, unless you're, like, really, really smart. Like, my best friend, um, Calvin. One of my really good friends. All right, we're going to call him Calvin. But I already said his name. <laughs> so Calvin. So Calvin, yeah. Um, he came out of school with a really good job. Very, very, really nice job. It's going to be good for him. Like, And he's moving to a really nice state. The best state probably in the world. Not even up for debate. Unless you're from Texas. People might say Texas is, but that's not true. It's definitely California. You know, he's going to get a good job. But that's not the case for all of us. Like, most of us are going to come out of college just struggling. You know? And that's how it is. I guess it's because, you know, we prioritize the wrong stuff. At least I did. I prioritized girls when I was in college. And it's going to definitely, definitely going to make life harder, you know, more difficult. But that's okay, you know. Because, because like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> Except cry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's just like, when you graduate college... I guess I was just, you just, I don't know. I don't think I was, like, mentally understanding what was going on more so, like, what happens, what happens when you graduate college. And I get it. Like, for a long time, I was really, like, just depressed and down. And I did not think I was going to be around that much longer. Like, I was extremely just ready to shoot myself in the head. So, 
I really wasn't taking stuff seriously when it came to school and stuff like that. Like, I was just kind of just... I was doing my work. Like, I wasn't not doing my work. But it didn't really, like... I wasn't looking for internships or anything. Because I was like, I'm just going to kill myself. So I don't really got to worry about that stuff. But here's the thing. Here's the thing to anybody who who is, like, really down and depressed and stuff like that. You cannot take the approach that I did. Because I was so... I don't, I guess I wasn't intelligent enough at the time to realize what I was doing. Like, I kept putting it off. Like, I was putting dates on it. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm going to kill myself in, like, March, right? And the logic would be like, well, can't do January because my dad's birthday is January. February's Black History Month. I definitely don't belong in Black History Month because what the hell have I done for society? Um, March. I guess it's it's Women's Month and Hispanic Month, but at the time, I don't know anybody whose birthday fell in March. That's the reason why I like March is okay. April, I couldn't do April though because my mom's name's April. Can't do May because my mom's name's April. So that just takes away all spring months in general. Somehow, this is this is how this is how much like I didn't want to die, but I wanted to convince myself that I wanted to because I was just fucking. I guess just letting my brain win. I wasn't taking it seriously. Um, June, all right, July, can't do for July, because you know why, 4th of July, Independence Day, can't do that, uh, August is my birthday and my mom's birthday, you can't have that on your conscience, like, if you kill yourself during the time where, like, it was your birthday and your mom's birthday, you're gonna pay for that in some type of, some way, and I'm not even a religious person, like, I think when you die, you're dead, I'm an atheist, or agnostic, I don't know, but I feel like when you die, you're dead, I shouldn't put a label on it. I don't know what I am. But I feel like when you die, as I said the third time, when you die, you're dead. So, like, I think you're dead. But if you did something like that, like, I just feel like it just wouldn't be right. That's not right. So, no August. September. Why was it no September? 9-11. That's what it was. September was 9-11. That's right. October was Halloween. I don't want to be in no demon months, you know. I don't believe in them being a devil. But I don't want to take no chances like that either, bro. I'm not trying to be down there with fucking... Adolf Hitler and fucking Satan and stuff like that, you know? Well, I mean, according to the rules, Adolf Hitler could definitely be in heaven, too. So I don't know what his old religious preferences were. I know he didn't like Jewish people, but hey, according to the Bible, if you ask for forgiveness, you're good. So he could have asked for it before he killed himself. Who knows? Um, but yeah, couldn't do it then. And then November is my sister's birthday, and December was Christmas. So... As you could tell, I did not want to die, and I did not know that at the time. I just thought that I just thought that what was happening was that it was just a thing that was gonna take a lot of what's the word? A lot of requirements, like a lot of mental strength to do. So I felt like I was gonna have to wait a long time in the first place to do it, you know, because I didn't have a choice. Because it was such a it's such a heinous act, it's such a brave, courageous act to just do it. I don't care what anyone says. Everyone can act like they know what's next, bro. Nobody knows what's next. As much as I want to say I don't I don't believe anything happened being next, I don't know. I really don't. So for you to do it, you're taking a big risk. You don't know what's going to happen next. You have no idea what's going to go on next, but you try it. You do it. It's a big deal. I think it's a risk that you're taking. At least, in my opinion, I think that's a big risk, but um, that's enough about, you know, mental health. I'm pretty open about that kind of stuff, though. I feel like, I don't think I have a choice, though. Because of my tattoos, uh, my bad, I should drink some water. My tattoos are very, like, 
to the point. So if I was ever like, if anyone ever saw me in real life, you'd be like, what the hell is going on with that guy? <laughs> What's going on with that man? <laughs> so yeah, it's cool though. You know, it's a it's all a learning experience. I'm happy it happened. You know, it's just something that you have to learn from. But on a more progressive note, um, uh, playing games in the quarantine does keep your sanity, though. I have talked about that earlier, but playing games is... I feel like I talked about that earlier. I'm not positive, but... Uh, yeah, playing games and playing a lot of Fortnite with my friends at nighttime more so. Uh, my best friends will always play Fortnite at night. Uh, the thing is, too... Except that, that game is like one of my friends have been playing it for a long time and he's taking it very seriously. So he's just miles and miles ahead of me. So so we get in his lobbies and the matchmaking so difficult because skill based matchmaking makes the game terrible. But for some reason people think in all games that's the way to go. I don't think so, but uh, yeah, they put skill-based matchmaking out there, so I'm coming against these people who are just fucking cranked. This is all you, this is, if, if there was, a, like, if they were streaming, and the mic is right next to this keyboard I have, right? This is all you would hear, ready? This is all you hear. Let me see if I can get my, oh, here we go, here we go. Ready? This is all you hear. Yep, yep, I, I cucked him. Yeah, yeah, I got him. He's sold. Yeah, he's sold. He's sold. Yep, yep, oh, score real reset, yep. Bop, bop, bop. Oh, no, he got me because he has aimbot in his controller. That is what it would sound like from a controller's perspective. Here's what it sounds like, I mean, from a, a keyboard perspective. Here you go. This is what it sounds like from a controller perspective. These kids who be sweating on the controller. Ah, he sold? Yeah. Ah. Oh, he's on mouse and keyboard. You know? It's crazy. Like, that's one thing that's hilarious about the video game community, too. It's no different. Oh, that was loud. I know you heard me hit that. I was putting my controller down. My bad. But when it comes to uh, the video game community, there's wars, just like everywhere else in the world. Like, just like there's, there's discrepancies, like how people feel about stuff and everything else, video games are no different. Um, right now, in the Fortnite community, controller players and keyboard players are basically, like, at war. They don't like each other because of what's going on. People claim that controller players have aimbot. Apparently, it's easy for us to just, to just you know, Shoot into people's boxes and kill them. Uh, I'm not good enough at the game to really even have an opinion about that. But I do know that they do say that really shitty players can still use a controller and kill a decent player in Fortnite. And I'm here to tell you that's not true because I'm not a good player and I don't kill good players in Fortnite with SMG spraying in people's boxes. Now, will I pump you for 200? Probably not, but I'll try. I'll probably hit you like 13. A white 13? I'm pouncing in, boy. That's how it is. When, I, when you hit white, when you play Fortnite and you hit somebody for white, this is me. I smell blood. And then you go engage just to only find out they're taking like four fishes, four four slurp fishes, or like three slurp, two slurp fishes, whatever it is. Full of health and just pump you in the nose. And then this is what everyone's this is what everyone's emote is, the donkey laugh. That's all you hear. And you're like, okay, this is a child. Like this is clearly a kid, so I can't really get that upset. But like if this kid was here, I'd probably punch him in his nose, you know? Like, 100%. But, yeah. Uh, video games, yeah, they keep you sane during these times. 
Uh, another thing that people do that they probably should do during the quarantine is walk. You gotta leave the house. You cannot sit in the house all day. You can't. I always try and go outside and walk. Well, I've been trying to lately, you know. Right now, I got a decent streak of one day going. So, whatever. <laughs> whatever, bro. I know I'm off the rails. Um, but besides that, like, walking, I've been working out a bit. Not working out, but, like, you know, <laughs> do a couple push-ups and sit-ups in the house and fucking air squats and shit. That's pretty much <laughs> When it comes, when it comes to working out, but like it's cause like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how people work out. Like right now, I'm not happy in life per se. I'm pretty, but like I understand why I'm not, cause like, you know, the stuff that I kind of want to do, I haven't really been like pushing myself to achieve them. So there's a reason for me not to be the happiest in life right now. But for me to be like working out really heavily, I ha- I don't understand how you do that and not hate the world. Like I have to have some form of depression to do that. In my, for me at least. That's why I always kind of keep on the like negative thoughts. I never let them go. Because if I ever want to go work out again. Like, there's always like stints I get when I want to work out heavily. Like sometimes. One time I woke up last week. Stressed out. I just when I walked 8 miles. Just from just stress. I was just like. God I gotta go. I know 8 miles isn't that much to like people who are in good shape. But. You know the only reason why I could do that is because of stress. If I'm not, like, stressed out to a point, like, angry to a point, I don't know if I can get stuff done. I really don't. I don't think I could function if I was a happy person, you know? Like, my friends that cook me up, you know? And I know it's funny. Like, it's all funny. Like, it's all funny games. Like, at the end of the day, 100%. Like, those are people that I would I already have plans to get, like, tattooed on my arm. Calvin and Roscoe, 100%. Like, they're, like, my best friends. Like, that's not even, like... Like, it's not even up for a debate. But they do roast me, you know, because they know me. They know me the best. So they'll always, they put their jab at you, you know. And, like, it's cool because it gets you ready. Like, like I went to, I had this class last semester, two semesters ago, when I was, like, one of eight guys in a class of, like, 40 or 45 students. And it was, like, this management class where the teacher just only to just, Talked about women's rights the entire time. Like, that was pretty much the whole class. It was just basically a women's rights activist class about, like, women in the workplace and stuff like that. And, you know, I didn't agree with all the opinions, you know. I'm not a sexist. Obviously, I know women should um, get paid the exact same amount. Nothing like that. But there were, like, some, like, some um, disagreements I had per se with, like, uh, accusations of, like, sexual harassment and stuff, which he did seem like I don't know. And everything, so. Who you talking to? Nobody right now. I'm recording something. Alright, I'm gonna have to go back and trim some of that in the first place, but. I think I, I think I drew a line somewhere, but. Oh, I see where it's paused. Okay, so. I'll go back and trim that because my dad came in the room, but as I was saying, the teacher did see my side on some of them, but that's the thing. I know that, like, no one can roast me worse than my friends can roast me. That's what I, that's a, that's a good thing about having, like, good friends who just tee up on you because if you don't have friends like that, you can definitely go into the world and someone can get you. Like, they can, they can catch you sleeping, but me, I know everything wrong with me. I have stupid tattoos. I have, my teeth are yellow right now. Um, they're not whitening because, like, you know, it takes a lot of work. I drink a lot of coffee. Um, what else? I date, I've dated some interesting girls who have 
put me in bad situations or relationships, like, they'll let me know. They'll always let me know. So I don't forget. And that's what I like about them because that is good to have around. Because no one in the world can get, like, those people in those class, the girls in those class always try to come in with these snarky attitudes. I wish a bitch would have. I wish she would have tried to come at me just, like, heavily. Like, just came at me like, no wonder you don't have a girlfriend. I'd be like, <laughs> Listen here, you cast for the ghost looking ass bitch with that shitty ass makeup. I'm telling you, I'll roast them, bro. I'm telling you right now, 100%. No joke. It would have been a war because I'm ready. I'm ready for those kind of situations. What are you going to do? Like, how are you going to get me? Like, what were you going to say to me? I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say, but I'm ready. That's a good thing, man. I'm really good friends that tee up on you. So, I think my whole point there was just like, you got to have friends that roast you, you know? If your friends don't roast you, then you probably just don't have good friends. You probably have some bitch-ass friends who are just like some backstabbers who would just do you dirty. These niggas won't. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Punch me in my nose, bro. Don't hit me in the back of my head. Just hit me around in my nose, you know? Then I know you're real. I'll dap you up after that. Just kidding. If you punch me in my nose, you're probably going to fight. But, like, for the metaphor, metaphor's sake, punch me in my nose. Because punch me in my nose. At least I know, bro. At least I know now. But, okay. It's like 45 minutes in. I didn't think I was going to make it this long. I'm not even really too sure how I'm going to do this, you know? But, um, like, edit this whole podcast. Probably won't be too difficult, but, you know, we're going to see how this goes. But, the one thing that I wanted to do, uh, my favorite TV shows... Not TV show, podcast. One of my favorite ones. TVK has a thing called, uh, why am I playing on name? I listen to this all the time. <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, they have a segment on their show called, uh, Current Events. Current Events. Yeah, stupid. I'm dumb. You know, that's what they do. And, like, kind of have, it's not really like, it's, it's there, it's kind of like there's an event that it's a, not an event, in the sense that it's a segment, but, like, the one thing that I want to do is do this thing called uh, Quora Questions. The QQ, boy. The QQ. We're just going on Quora, and I'm just going to I'm gonna read to you guys some questions. And then I'm going to give you guys a, a synopsis of the answers. I'll even give you some of my opinions, you know. We call these the QQs. Uh, let's find a good Quora question. Usually I get good ones to my email. Let me check my email. Because my email sent me one yesterday that was gas. Something about, like, this camping guy. Actually, that's going to be the first one we read, boy. That one was crazy. Uh, where is it? Nike. Acorns. There's Core Digest. Okay, okay, here we go. <clears throat> this one said, What is the most disturbing thing you've seen camping while camping? Now, let me answer this question for you. I am a black person, so I don't camp. Like, I don't really go searching for danger, like, you know, white people. But, like, that's okay. That's okay. That's not fair for me to say either. No, yes, it is. Because black pe- white people should be able to say black people do that, and black people should say white people do that, you know? Let's make sure it's even. But anyways, what's the most disturbing thing that you've seen while camping? Me, never seen anything while camping. The most I've ever camped again is outside in, in my backyard, I put a tent down and laid down for probably like 20 minutes and said, this is so stupid, why would I not lay inside? And people can call me a bitch, like, I guess that's not like, that's a punk trait, like, people should like to be outside and stuff, and that's cool for you. But like me, when there's air conditioning, like in here and everything, like good weather, 
inside good climate control i mean not weather good climate control play games watch tv water whenever i want to inside is probably gonna be the move you know what i'm saying but uh uh, the question said, what's the most disturbing thing you've ever seen while camping? This is what he says. This is the answer. <clears throat> On returning from a morning walk to a campsite where a batch of, batch of teens. Wait a second. These are always probably going to be the issues about recording these during the day. So my parents always just, just, always just call me. I just yell. But anyways, let me finish reading this. It says, uh, On returning from or she... Uh, his name is Paul, so it's a guy, I'm assuming. Uh, on returning from a morning walk to a campsite where a batch of teens under my care were sleeping under the stars, there was a big guy going from sleeping bag to sleeping bag, lifting the bag and looking in them. What, dude? That sounds like a start of a horror movie. No, it doesn't. That sounds like the start of a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. Just about some guy who's just, this, this is the next serial killer right here. This guy probably was a serial killer. When did he write this? 10 years of camping. He's been camping for 10 years. It doesn't say when he, like, when this happened to him. But this guy right here probably turned to be a serial killer. Would not be surprised. Um, he says, even managed to unzip one far enough to get a glimpse of underwear. Ooh. Ooh. I stepped in the sight and cleared my throat loudly. He looked at me and put his hands on a large knife he was wearing. So this, for me, so look, look, this is what I want to tell you. This is what, how it goes. Sometimes you have to assess situations, right? Assessment of situations. I'm not clearing my throat. If a guy is, if he's doing that, wait till the next part of this, this situation, next part. I don't know if I would have went and done this because, like, I've never used one of these before, but... I'm not gonna, I don't think I'd clear my throat. I would be like, hey, I'd be like, hey, 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 guy, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Relax, dude. Relax. Jeez. Doesn't make it, I'd be like, hey, what do you think this is? Are you stupid, dude? I'd be like, in confusion. I'd be like, what's going on? But he says he looked at me and put his hand. Oh, yeah, I'm large knife. Uh, I was leaning against my car by the door. I'd left open earlier when grabbing my camera. And my 22 rifle was laying on the back seat. And I leaned in and pulled it out and cleared my throat again. This is what this guy. This is how you know this nigga was just. This is just. I'm, this is how you know he was a serial killer. This is how, what his reaction was. So this guy stomped it. He said. <laughs> and then went to lift another sleeping bag. What? So then he said, I racked the bolt, which spit out around on the ground, put this, but the sound told anyone with a brain that there was not, that there was now around in the chamber through my breathing. My bad. My bad. He stopped and stared, so I slowly lifted the rifle. He looked another step, so I sighted on him, center of his chest, and said quietly, leave. Like, what is up with people? It took him to get to that point. He had to put a gun on his chest for this man to say, all right, now I'm going to listen. Um, he tracked him as he moved, and he finally got the hand, and he went somewhere else, you know. When the people, like, the apparently, like, the kids saw, like, what was going on. I'm assuming they were children. Did they say, yeah, they were kids. The kids saw what was going on, and they were like, um, 
they asked him if he would have shot him. The dude was like, absolutely. And that's absolutely the correct choice, dude. What the? Like, that, I'm telling you, that's a horror story. I've never seen. That's crazy. Like, that's about, all right. So, that's that's one core question. Let me see if I see any more core questions. Probably should have these pulled up. I might have these pulled up for next time. But let's just see the categories. Let's see education. Now, friendship advice. Yeah. This is a perfect, dude. Let's see. What was the prank that went too far and ruined the friendship? Nah. Nah, that's good. That's good, actually. I kind of want to read that. Let's see. I've never pranked him. I don't think pranks are funny. But um, for me, pranks are just like, I'm not a prank guy. But... Uh, this person, Dennis Manning, uh, he says, Junior was a prankster. Most pranks were small, telling ugly girls I liked them and watching watching me squirm as I tried to tell them nicely that they were being pranked. <sighs> that would suck, dude. That would suck. That would, especially if you say it to an ugly girl. Not an ugly girl, that's not fair. If you, if you say it to a girl who is into you, but you're not into her, like one of your friends do that, I'd be like, oh. That's when you just say, hey, listen, I'm just not into girls. That's where you just got to lie. Just got to. Got to say, feeling. JK, you got to be honest. Hit him where it hurts. Just be honest. Rip the bandage off. I wish people would have ripped the bandage off on me way quicker. Uh, hitting the brakes so that my soda would spill on my lap if I wasn't careful. See, I see this just sounds like a dick. Telling his mom to have cigarettes were mine so he wouldn't get chewed out about smoking. His mom was super religious, and then I didn't have to listen to her rant. She was my mom's best friend. And a bonus mom. That would suck, dude. Like I said, small. But there was one freaking time I got to... It got to the point where I had to check everything so that I wouldn't be caught in the crosshairs. Finally, I had enough. He's working at 7 to 11 on a New Year's Eve, and he went to get off at 2 in the morning. I had just gotten home from a party at 1 and decided to prank him for once. Okay. Oh, this is so long, bro. I cranked my stereo and called him. Told him there was a big party going on with a lot of girls. A couple of mutual acquaintances were with me and shout out, Junior, come party with us, man. He says, as soon as he got off work, he'd come to the party. Where's the address? So I told him one. The roadies just put the house number down. At two, he raced home, showered, clothes, changed clothes. He hopped in the car and raced to find the address. He soon found himself in the middle of nowhere without a house in sight. He backtracked. He saw a house with lights on. Oh, okay, this is going to get into the lights on and a car parked out front. A party. So he knocked on the door. Nobody knew him, and he recognized nobody. He realized he had the wrong house and left. It was 3.30 in the morning. He went back to the middle of nowhere, giving up, and he headed home <laughs> to bed. At fourth day, I called him up and asked him where the hell he was. Had a girl wanting to meet him, so I repeated the address and told him I would stand by the road to me. To him in. I went back to sleep. This guy's a dick. This guy sucks. That's so messed up. He went back out five and drove around for an hour in the middle of nowhere trying to find me. He came up again and went home. By now, I'd let our friends in on the prank. They would come up to him and say, dude, where were you? You missed it. And they'd tell him the same address I'd given him. I then had a female friend of mine. He didn't know, call and say he she was sorry she missed him. He loved to meet him. He agreed to. She gave him an address I had written down for her. <laughs> this, guy, 
This guy, man, this guy's funny. You drove 50 minutes to another town and found a place. There was a realtor sign in the front. The grass was knee high and the house was deserted. Looking confused as hell. As all get, not as hell, as all get out. Looking confused as all get out. What? That, that threw me off. That is a weird sentence. Looking confused as all get out. He walked back to his car. That's just weird. His next shift at 7-Eleven, he was in the back. I came in to the court to say that I had come in with two girls. Thinking I had a date and one for him. He ran through the window to see my taillight disappear in the distance. He was starting to smell a rat. As a couple weeks of playing cat and else, he got a job off in Phoenix. A good four-hour drive away. He packed up to move. The day he was leaving, he's still playing with this man. The day he was leaving, I told him the truth by phone. He said before he had to finish, he was coming over to kick my ass. He was pissing, I believe, so I went for a job to put a fight with him. <laughs> when I got back, he left. I felt bad I didn't get to tell a friend goodbye. We parted with him having ill feelings. Saw him a few years later, he was friendly but distant. Looks like Carmen was a bitch to both of us. <laughs> and it, there were some folks here who had voiced concern over Gene's safety. At no time he was in danger for robbery. Murder. Hey, hey, bro, we're not even reading that, bro, because that is the fun part. We want to know if he could have got mugged. That is the interesting part, bro. Stupid. People are like, um, um, do you, was he safe? Do you think he was safe? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you fucking idiot. <clears throat> Not the guy. Anyone who really gives a shit about that. Uh, let's see. It's like, wait, if Prince Harry was your best friend. Um, I don't know if that's the mode. I don't know, but I don't know much about Prince Harry. So I don't really want to read a question about him. Why have you entered a friendship? All right, this is going to be the last one to read. And then I'll let you guys go. Julia was a feminist. We used to go to the same high school, but, but became friends only because we went to the same gym. We didn't have a lot of female friends, but we immediately got along pretty well. She was genuinely nice, always ready to give you a warm smile to compliment people, even strangers, and to ask about your day. I'm curious the gender of this person. Oh, this is another girl. Okay. Among the other things, she wanted to become a model. Not that impossible. She has what it takes. 5'9", curly brown hair, tan, flawless skin, full lips, big brown eyes, toned, slim body. I don't think you really even have to be that pretty to be a model anymore. You can just kind of get all that shit edited. At least for Instagram, right? Uh, I thought she was too. She was smart too. She was always talking about how girls have to stick together instead of being jealous and mean. As a fact, girls really do need to do that. Growing up with a male best friend, it was kind of refreshing to finally have a close female friend. Of all of a sudden, we could talk about girly stuff, complain about tampons, borrow clothes, and so on. One day, she told me she had a big opportunity to apply for casting for Miss Italy. Wow. She was very enthusiastic, but at the same time, nervous. She asked him to join the competition, too, just to give us some moral support. You don't have to take it seriously, she said. Well, why not? I thought, oh, okay. Okay. I already know where this is going. <laughs> I already know where this is going, boy. You already know where this is going. You don't have to try. You're just not that pretty. This is definitely going on there, though. Well, why not? I thought. I've always... I'm always happy to experience new things. Participating with her could have strengthened our friendship after all. First competition was held locally. Only five girls would make it to the next step. I was told to bring high heels. They had to be stilettos, no exceptions. In this phase, they only looked for girls who could walk properly and elegant in heels. Everything went smoothly and we both succeeded. Okay. Okay, girl. Hey, shawty. Wait, I went down too far. Oh, shit. Where is it? Um, okay, here we go. Second step was 
Hell, originally, this time we weren't only required to do a bikini gown runaway, but also an interview. Okay. They were looking for girls with strong personalities. Although I liked the first competition, the time, this time, I wasn't enjoying the environment at all. It looked like everyone was searching for your flaws and became satisfied once they found them. That has to suck, dude. I could not be a model. Well, I'm not attractive enough in the first place, but I would hate to do that. That would suck as a girl. I was already fine with my eating disorder. Yep, and it was overwhelming. I remember telling myself, it's okay. Think about having fun. It will be over soon. Yep. I thought I was going to be eliminated. I was wrong. I passed while Julia then, oh, this took a very strange turn. She was told she was too stiff and that she never drew his mouth to go the entire That's what you get. That's why you cannot do that stuff. Models want to be acting fake. Don't act fake. Be you, girl. Fucking fake ass smile. I mean, told I was going to quit. There was no point in doing it without her. It had never been my dream. Just when I thought things were back to normal, I woke up finding this text. Julia is telling everyone you cheated and that you were ready to do anything in your power in order to win. Even sleeping with a judge, cherry on top, she said you are too short anyway to be a model. Why is she acting like that? The fuck? At the beginning, I couldn't have said whether she was teasing me or not, I decided to confirm it anyway. Girls had to stick together in my ass. The summary of our long fight is Julia screamed at me that I'm terribly jealous of her in life because she is beautiful and successful and her skin is bright than my future. <sighs> Let me tell you something. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Any person who takes pride and looks like that, <sighs> that's always something that you have to be very weary of, bruh. Any person who, who says, quote, you're jealous of me because I'm pretty is probably one of the most insecure people out there. You just got to be really ready for that one. Um, she said, I burst out laughing because, come on, who the hell says that while maintaining a straight face, right? Like, who says that? She told me that I wanted to steal her life because mine was empty. I told her, you know, all the makeup and the glittering gowns can't change what an ugly person you are. Damn. Then I walked Hey, three years later, Julia's still trying to be a top model. She failed Miss Italy pageant four times. Uh, three years later, I'm close to graduate from college one year before the expected date and become a high school teacher. I have a caring man on my side. Uh, who, <laughs> I'm just kidding, who I'm planning to start failing with. Uh, may not be famous with Miss Italy, but my life is far from being empty and successful. Yeah, you know, shout out to her, though. Being a high school teacher, I think you did well, girl. I can't believe she said that to you. That would piss me. That would piss me off. But that's such a punk ass thing to say. My future is um, my skin is brighter than your future. Ugh. But you know, <clears throat> that's how it goes sometimes. If I have one word of advice, don't ever surround yourself with people like that. That's terrible. Anyone who says some shit like that. So <sighs> this has been. A podcast. <laughs> An hour podcast. I don't know where I'm going to publish this to. I don't know if I'm even going to edit it. I might just leave it open, you know. But uh, we'll see, you know. I may edit it. Who knows. But this has been a podcast with your boy, J-Pen, Ink-Pen, whatever, you know. I don't have really social media. If this becomes a big deal again, I'll probably develop social media, start using it. So who knows. But appreciate you listening if you did. And peace out.